Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Thursday, February 9th. It is six minutes after 10. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and you're listening to 93 WIBC. So let's talk about Twitter. It was a big day. Sparks were flying at the House Oversight Committee hearing yesterday, and it came from both sides of the aisle. Everybody was grilling the Twitter executives. And mainly what they were there to testify about was the 2020 suppression of Hunter Biden's laptop, more specifically restricting the circulation of the New York Post story on President Biden's son. Yesterday was great because it was the worst of everything in our society on full display for everyone to see. Now, last hour, we played some of the Twitter people and they're deflecting and dodging and all those sort of things. Mm -hmm. This hour, we're going to play you uh, the best and the worst that our politicians have to offer. And well, it's a Kendall and Casey show. So we're going to start with the worst that we have to offer when it comes to our politicians. So keep in mind, Casey. This is largely about, and that was about other things, but largely about the Hunter Biden laptop saga, mm-hmm. which was proven completely correct. Mm-hmm. It was 100% accurate. The New York Post story ended up being spot on. Twitter deliberately censored that story. Mm-hmm. And it is very clear as time has gone on, it was done in order to alter the outcome of an election. So you had essentially a private media entity partnering with the federal federal government or agents within the federal government conspiring to alter the outcome of an election and AOC oh boy was super annoyed that we had to have a hearing about it and tried to claim that Hunter Biden's laptop story was half fake no ma'am it was real all real here's the deal before i even get into my questions i think that the, the story here with the New York, uh, with the Washington Post reporting is that what they're saying right here, when the New York Post first reported in October 2020 that it, it had obtained contents of a laptop computer allegedly owned by Joe Biden's son Hunter, there was an immediate roadblock faced by other news outlets that hoped to corroborate reporting, as many did. The newspaper wasn't sharing what it obtained. New York Post had this alleged information and was trying to publish it without any corroboration, without any backup information. They were trying to publish it to Twitter. Twitter did not let them, and now they were upset. I believe that political operatives who sought to inject explosive disinformation with the Washington Post couldn't get away with it. And now they're livid, and they want the ability to do it again. They want the ability to inject this again. So they've dragged a social media platform here in Congress. They're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. That is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment, but I'll go into it. 
I wish she was that passionate about me being able to afford food at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Did you notice how she kept playing with her microphone the whole time? She just kept swinging that thing around. She was all worked up. But some Democrats are saying that this is silly and a bizarre political stunt. AOC saying that the Republicans are trying to weaponize the oversight panel just to inject this back into the media narrative. Well, but again, it is a much bigger deal thanks to Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and totally thanks to him, rather than just what we thought it was initially, which is, hey, these Twitter guys are total lefties and they're just squashing speech that they don't like because they want to, you know, have a dominant domination on on the free flow of information. Look, that's weird and very wrong and 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 a terrible business model. But as a private company, you can do that. You're free to make whatever bad business decision you want to make. But when you Throw in the component, which is now more obvious than ever, that they were working with the government or people in the government Mm -hmm. in order to do this. Well, now I really care, and now it's a new ballgame, and now I want to know everything. Okay, so she kept saying the alleged laptop from Hunter Biden, <laughs> and wasn't it just last week, within the past 10 days, he's filing suits against, against people for using his laptop against him? admitting that the laptop is his. Yes, you're right. But AOC keeps saying that it's allegedly his. All right. uh, Lauren Boebert, uh, let's go to the other side of the uh, spectrum. And Lauren (laughs) Boebert, uh, she was um, none too pleased with Twitter's uh, executive's role in election interference. Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance and you all attacked that very foundation. She was worked up. Okay, so the uh, former head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, he testified there was a lot of confusion over how to handle the story. Clearly, there was a lot of confusion. And he said, I believe Twitter erred in this case because we wanted to avoid repeating the mistakes of 2016. All right, uh, we'll have more on this next hour. I just think it's a huge story, and so we're leading every hour with it. But we need a little bit more time for the next segment, Casey, because Mm -hmm. I did something and said something, as I often do on this show, to prove a point Mm -hmm. yesterday. And boy, did the listeners not let me down in terms of proving me completely correct and we got a lot of phone calls from people who are very angry with me and it will give me an opportunity to further prove the point i was trying to prove yesterday which our listeners were kind enough to unwillingly participate in you ruffled some feathers yes voicemails okay they're up next from 93 wibc whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Sixteen minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Trending this hour... Bed Bath & Beyond, they've announced plans to close some more stores. Five of those are in Indiana. 
The one closest to us in our area will be the one in Noblesville. Oh. Also trending, First Lady Joe Biden. She plans to visit Indiana next week. Oh. The White House has announced that she will be in Valparaiso on Friday, February 17th. And lastly trending, it's been announced that Burt Bacharach, legendary composer of pop songs, has died at the age of 94. Uh, incredibly important figure in music history. The songs that he wrote predominantly in the 1960s, ages cavalcade of songs, many of them that became hits for obviously other, other people, people mm-hmm. uh, and a true legend in the music industry that many in the, the younger part of our audience would probably not know of. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a a group of a certain age and generation who some of their favorite songs on the radio for a decade or more were many of them written by Burt Bacharach. Yes, and as we know, producer Kevin is younger. He's the youngest person yes. in the studio. You have to explain it to him. Well, we had to spell out Burt Bacharach's last name for him <laughs> to find that bump music. But but good job locating that, Kevin. Yeah, I don't really listen to him, to be honest. You know, the, the Rest thing... Rest in peace, though. The thing most people may remember Burt Bacharach for, certainly younger people, is he is in at least the first two. I can't remember the third, but the first two Austin Powers right. movies. Yeah. He makes uh, cameo appearances mm-hmm. in the first two Austin Powers movies. Yeah. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and let's get to it. Some oh, of your voicemails. Here we go. Okay. Ooh, so, Rob Badman. We got a lot of voicemails. And Casey, sometimes on this show, mm-hmm. I desire to have a conversation and prove a point. And I, because while I know and love our audience more than you'll ever be able to understand, I generally know how you're going to react to things. And, um, one of the things I think that we should be able to do on this show that other people can't do or won't do is have adult conversations. <laughs> and part of having an adult conversation means saying things that are painful to hear because they are true. And we as the learned ones and the ones who want the best government and the good government and the most just and rightful government need to be able to hear things and hear words that might not sit well with us. And well, we tried to do that yesterday in the form of talking about um, entitlements. And You're talking th- about Social Security and Medicare. And that word really rubbed the word. See, this is the thing, right? It's the word game. The word itself mm-hmm. really rubs people wrong. Casey, mm-hmm. at a certain age, I'm going to I'm going to leave. I'm going to say blank and you will give me the word that f- fills this sentence. OK, I think it should be pretty obvious. At a certain age, you are blank to take social security entitled entitled at a certain age you are blank to take medicare entitled so if you are blank entitled to take it mm-hmm. it's an entitlement oh thank you thank you thank you and thank that's you. what's ruffled a lot of feathers huh is the word entitlement so this is semantics yes we got Again. we got so many phone calls, people, and it happens every time I use the word because mm-hmm. the reality is mm-hmm. we tell you the truth on this show. And if you get mad and you're turning the radio off, well, then I'm not going to lie to you to keep you listening longer or give you a hug and lie to, to tell you the things that are not real. And the reality is that Social Security and Medicare are entitlements as you are entitled to take them. It doesn't mean you haven't paid into them, but it means you are entitled to get them for the remainder of your existence at a certain age. Doesn't mean you haven't paid into it. Doesn't mean you haven't participated, but it means if you are entitled to get it is an entitlement. 
And right now we have a, a serious systemic issue in this country, which is that far more people are collecting the entitlements than people paying into the system. And the reality is that for younger people, entitlements mm -hmm. will not be here unless huge changes are made to them. And so when you get mad at me for saying the word entitlement, what you're saying is I should lie to Kevin. Kevin, it will not be here as it exists now for you. Math tells us, even public school math tells us that when there are more people taking the thing than people paying in, mm -hmm. that is going to run out of money. Now, what our audience, and we're going to play some of these phone calls here, apparently want me to do is to lie to Kevin. Kevin, it's all going to be fine. 35 <laughs> years from now, under the current system, Social Security and Medicare will totally be here. You have absolutely nothing to worry about. And I am a terrible, awful person for using the word entitlement, even though you're entitled entitled to get them at that age. <laughs> Did I do it better? Yes. All right, let's go with the voicemails because people are really upset. All right, Robert, whatever your middle name Kendall is, <laughs> I have never been more angry at you than I am right now. Uh-oh. I am sick and tired of uneducated people like yourself uh -huh. calling Social Security and Medicare an entitlement uh -huh. for a... But, you know, benefit, whatever. I've been working since the age of 14, paying taxes since the age of 14. Uh -huh. Now, last year alone, I paid $7,700 in Medicare and Social Security tax that the government has been stealing from me since the age of 14. Uh -huh. Now, calculating that out, roughly, I'm going to give the government... Three hundred sixty-nine thousand mm dollars -hmm. over my working lifetime that they stole from me in Social Security and Medicare tax, with the promise that I would have a guaranteed retirement income for the rest of my life once I retire. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the thing that happens here, and it happens all the time because Casey, we're a very giving show, and unlike the politicians, we actually listen and give our listeners, the taxpayers, a voice. So it's easier just to take a dump on the radio guy who's actually giving you the voice versus the anger of the crummy, crappy Ponzi scheme system that the politicians have set up in. So that guy went on for like three minutes, like I had to just cut it off. And look, dude, the reality is. I'm sorry you had to pay in it, but you're wrapped up in the middle of a giant Ponzi scheme because there are more people taking the stuff than more people paying in. Now, Casey, did we or did we not say yesterday that we're not talking about anybody currently or close to it not being able to get it? You're talking it, about did, younger people. Did at any point we say that? No. What we said is the reality is that you are lying to sweet, innocent Kevin <laughs> by telling sweet, innocent Kevin that we're going to keep stealing his money and that it's going to be there for him. Now, why you're mad at me because I'm telling Kevin the truth and why you want to keep stealing Kevin's money is beyond me. Okay, it didn't stop there. More and more phone calls. People want to be mad at the radio broadcaster for something the politicians did. Go. Hey, um, just listening to your show, uh, the Callan Casey show, and uh, Rob, I heard you talking about entitlements. And I guess... What you say is fine for someone that hasn't paid into it for maybe a few years, maybe five years, ten years. But somebody like me, I'm going to be 62 years old actually this week. And how much money I put in there, I don't even have any idea. But for me to walk away from that 
and receive nothing? No, that's not acceptable to me. Um, I wish I could get all my money back that I put into the program. And we all know that that program is only would have been solvent had the politicians not reached into that bucket of money and spent it on other things. So I did my part. I paid my Social Security my whole life. And I may not draw at 62, but I expect the money to be there uh, when I decide to retire. Okay. Yes. But the reality is it's not like you're mad at me for telling you the truth and what we want in this society. And this is the problem, right? People want to be lied to when it's the government they want. Kevin McCarthy is lying to you when he tells you he's going to do anything about spending and deficits in the national debt without addressing entitlements. He's lying to you. So if this is another thing where you want to feel good about yourself and be lied to and get screwed in the end, then okay. We don't do that here. You're big boys and girls. You can hear the truth. Okay, McCarthy said he was taking that off the table when it comes to the debt ceiling conversation. Right, and he's taking taking not raising the debt limit off the table, too. uh, Even though Biden keeps trying to put it back on Republicans, saying they're going to do that, even though they've come out and said, no, we're not going to cut Social Security and Medicare. Happy birthday to him, by the way. He said he turns 62 coming up. So it's 62 and a half. I believe it's 62 and a half. If he wanted to, he could start drawing on Social Security. The point is, it will be there for him. Yes. He has paid into it. Yes, he is entitled to get that money. Great. However, what you're saying is for someone like Kevin, who is starting, who has been paying into it, hasn't been doing it as long as that guy who called, obviously hasn't been working as long as that caller has been. When Kevin turns 62 and a half, will that money be there for Kevin? There is no way that someone can... Uh, live off this because this is what a lot of people live off of. It, let's say you live 30 years. If you live to 92, which is certainly not unreasonable, you're going to extract more than what was put into the system. Same thing is true for Medicare. It's just a reality. And the idea that, well, we're this happens all the time. We got one more phone call to get to, and then we got to get to Kurt with the news. But the reality is we want to be lied to, right? And people want the government they want when it benefits them. And the problem is that everybody keeps getting the government that they they want, and this is why we're $31 trillion in debt, and then the same people who are going to go to the store and are going to hoot and holler and scream and yell and shout about the price of food when I come to you and go, okay, let's start solving it. What do you mean, reform entitlements? How dare you even use the word scumbag? According to the Government Accountability Office, 48% of Americans age 55 and older didn't have any retirement savings in 2016. Because they believed the lie that Social Security will be there to say, okay, one more phone call. Hi, guys. My name is Barbara, and I listen to your show as often as I can. I love you, Casey. Love you. Rob, not so much. (laughs) But here's my thing. I'm older. I do receive Social Security. And I'm really tired of hearing you say, Rob, that Social Security is an entitlement program. We've paid into Social Security all of our lives. Social Security was taken out of every paycheck I earned all my life. So please stop saying it's an entitlement program. And I really don't think you like older people. I think Casey does, but Rob, you don't. So it might be better 
if you just didn't say anything at all about older people. I mean, there are a lot of us out here. We can't help that we get older. You're going to get older, too. Show show me on the doll where the radio broadcaster hurt you. Because newsflash, lady, I don't have any say over any of it. But the fact that we're having an honest convert, Kevin, how do you feel? Because this lady, no, right now, no, you're not getting out of this. How do you feel that this lady knows you're going to get totally screwed and she doesn't care at all? How do you feel? Uh, I guess not good. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Nobody lady is saying they're going to take your Social Security. You're free to milk this system for as long as you want. And if you live to 100, you'll extrapolate far more than you put in and we'll pay for it. Nobody's talking about that. What I'm saying is my generation, Kevin's generation, we are going to get left holding the bag. And it's super selfish of you to not give two dams about me and Kev getting left holding the bag. Well, to her point, she said she's been paying into it her whole life. It, she was told it was going to be there. It should. The government lied to you. That's not my problem. It should be there for her. It should be there for me. Same thing. I'm probably 10 years away from retirement. I've been paying into it my whole working life. It better be there. At least the money I put in, I expect. Expect to be and, able to get it out. And Casey, I should be able to get a two liter of Diet Pepsi for a dollar fifty. You know what it is now? Two twenty eight. Okay, but oh we got it. We got it. I we know get, we got to get to the news, but I want to ask you about well, what the, Pence said just yesterday. Well, save it. Save it for the next segment because Kurt is going to come in here and strangle <laughs> us, and then none of us will get Social Security. Okay, the news is coming up from ninety three WIBC. I'm so sorry, you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number here if you'd like to contribute to this heated discussion today. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So before we had to get to Kurt Darling in the news, I was going to bring up something that uh, Mike Pence said just a day ago. He yes. suggested bringing back the controversial Bush-era Social Security reform privatizing social social security where are we at on that well i look what's the old saying even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every so often and so i'm sure even mike pence would have good ideas like anything other than the current system Mm -hmm. is is a positive step now it's not it's not going to happen there is no political will to be honest with the american people and we were talking about this during the break one of the things we do on this show that is unlike any other show I might say even anywhere, certainly in this state, is we hold the mirror up to people. And we say, you will look in this mirror if you listen to this show and you will see the truth. Now, people get mad at us because it's easier to yell at the radio person about what they see in the mirror rather than saying, you know what, you guys are right. We got to make some changes here. And we get this all the time. The same thing with Republicans, right? Mm -hmm. Like we held the mirror up Mm -hmm. in 2022 and said, if you vote for Todd Young, here's what you are and you own this. Well, these people did the mental pretzel twisting and it's all John Fetterman's fault and blah, 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 when they were doing the same thing that the people in Pennsylvania were doing. And now they're mad because as soon as they voted for Todd Young and he got reelected, he said, stupid peasants and kept spending money and siding with the Democrats like it was going out of style. And now these people are mad. You are the problem. We hold the mirror up. If you don't like what you see in the mirror, that's not an us thing. 
That's a you thing. And it's the same thing with the Social Security and entitlement stuff where that system is a scam. It is a complete and utter scam. It has been a scam since its inception. And now because people are living so long, it is rapidly running out of money and it will cavalcade long before people like, I'm not eligible for 23 more years. There's no way that system, math tells us there's no way that system can exist as it exists today in 23 years, much less in 35 years Mm -hmm. when when kev is eligible okay so how long have you been working well i started well i started when i was 15 so 24 years okay 24 years now if uh the option was for a privatized social security and they said rob kendall you've got a choice yes you can either stop paying into social security and you can go invest wherever and however you want Absolutely. Tomorrow without... But but you're going to lose the 24 years that you've been paying in. Not even a thought in my mind, Casey, because I guarantee over the next 23 years in a market-based system, Mm -hmm. I would blow away a return not only of what I've lost, but what I would gain on Social Security Mm -hmm. in that time. I would make it all up and I would blow it out of the water and I would end up with markedly more money. Everything the government touches turns to crap, Casey. So so you're saying the money that you're forced to take out of your paycheck because the government makes you pay into Social Security, if you had your druthers, you would rather take that money and you would have a better ROI if you were able to pick your own fund. You would, if you said you've got 23 years, I guarantee you, not only would I far eclipse what... Uh, I would get on the Social Security rate of return in the next 23 years, but I would be able to recoup everything I would not be getting uh, by just submitting that money and saying, okay, that's that's a lost money. And that's the honest conversation we should be having with people. But instead of having an honest conversation, we just want to point the finger at somebody else. And we don't want to, we don't want to say, what is my role in this? What is society's role in this? And how do we create a system by which we are honest brokers with future generations about securing their financial future into their golden years? Okay, so I go back to this uh, government account- accountability office where they said that that 48% of Americans age 55 and older don't have enough retirement savings. So you're supposed to have at least, what, a million dollars to retire on? Right. And with the financial illiteracy in this country, there'd be so many people who would have nothing. Absolutely. Because we lie to people and say, this will be enough to sustain you later in life. That's an absolute lie. The whole thing's a lie. You're lying to the current generations. You have lied to the current generations. You're lying to future generations. And I just, and I knew it would happen. And that's why I did it. That's why I had the conversation. I knew that instead of people holding the mirror up and going, you know what? Math says that dude is right. And even though, uh, it, 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 it wouldn't even impact those people. But the, the older people, because it isn't going to impact them, don't even want to engage in the conversation that might help Kevin. And I blame Kevin McCarthy. I blame the Republicans because they always campaign on being different. They always campaign on being better. They always campaign on being bigger than. They're not serious about the debt. Nothing's going to get fixed. And then these same people who just called this radio show bitching at me are going to be livid when nothing gets done that will help the debt or the deficit or inflation. And they'll, just like with Todd Young, they'll go out and vote for the guy and then go, this is terrible. Spending is totally out of control. And we'll just be sitting here still holding our mirror up and saying, anytime you want to look, the mirror will be here. Okay, one last question, and then we'll move on and get to some of these voicemails. So Pence said just yesterday he'd like to bring back or at least have the conversation Mm -hmm. about privatizing Social Security. Yes. 
I know how you feel about them. Does that change your mind at all? Casey? Yeah. If you told me, Rob, you have two options. Yeah. You can stab yourself between the eyes with an ice pick or vote for Mike Pence. <laughs> I would just accept it would be a painful afternoon for me. Okay. Does that does that make it clear enough? <laughs> yeah. Let's get to some more phone calls. Uh, all right. So, uh, obviously, the big story yesterday is that the Republicans in Indiana, while doing nothing to help you with your property taxes, made illegal immigrants getting driver's license a top priority and passed that out of committee. Somebody called about that. And I completely agree that people ought to be a little bit more concerned about I mean, really, like you said, they passed or were in the first phase of it. They're more concerned about them getting to work safely. But like you said, they are here illegally. (laughs) Wake up, people, for real. It's just like we're supposed to continue to keep looking the other way and play stupid. Well, I have a hard time playing stupid enough is enough. I mean, I don't need any help playing stupid either. I mean, good Lord, I make plenty of mistakes, but he whiz. Come on, people, wake up. And I agree with you 100%. Keep up the good work. Your your votes are your priority. And the reality is, and there's nothing, no matter how much he complains on social media or whatever else, that Jim Lucas or the Republicans can say other than Getting out of committee a bill that gives illegal immigrants driver's license made it faster than a bill that actually provides meaningful help for you for the massive property tax increase you're about to pay. Your votes are your priorities. And the Indiana Republican Party is now on record as saying they prioritize illegal immigrants getting driver's licenses Mm -hmm. more than they do you being able to afford to live in your home. Okay, what about the people that say this helps keep track of the illegals? What do you mean? Unless you're going to keep track of them to send them back where they came from because they are in this country illegally. Is this some sort of scheme in which we're going to get them all to come to the BMV and then there'll be people there to round them up and send them back where they came from? They broke the law, Casey. Mm -hmm. They're in the country illegally. This is about revenue to the Treasury, 100%, because Eric Holcomb and the Indiana Republican Party is addicted to big government and big cost and big business, and they have made it very clear this is about revenue and keeping track of these people so they can tax them properly. That's why paying the taxes Mm -hmm. is the top component to this. 317-684-8444. Do we have time for one more? Uh, Casey, let's do, uh, Kevin, let's do Greg, Trucker Greg, and we'll get to the other ones later, but this is a really nice phone call and uh, it certainly deserves to be played. Anyway, uh, this is Trucker Greg. I just wanted to say hi to you guys. Kevin, I really respect um, the music that you play, and I re- and uh, I enjoy the fact that you respect the older music. Uh, Rob, I'm with you on the uh, Bruce Springsteen. I love the deep cuts. He's got such a wide variety in his uh, in his uh, catalog. And uh, Casey, you said that you uh, you were around when Man was on the moon. <laughs> you just don't fit that image. You just don't look like it. You look younger than that. So anyway, uh, once again, hope you guys had a great day, and uh, God bless you. Take care. Well, that was very nice of Greg. Thank you for the phone call. Yeah, we need to have uh, beers with Trucker Greg sometime. (laughs) Pound some brews with Trucker Greg. (laughs) Trucker Greg makes us all feel better about ourselves, Uh, doesn't he? (laughs) So let's go from someone who makes us all feel better about ourselves to Jason Hammer. Okay, he's next on 93 WIBC. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. As I walk through the valley where I oh. harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize yeah. she's really plain, but that's just perfect for an 1049, like it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Like Hammer's in the studio looking very handsome today. Dashing. Oh, I look this good all the time, but I know you guys normally play a lot of phone calls on your yes. program. Mm-hmm. I was listening coming in, and you have people that call in that either love you or yes. hate Rob. That's usually the way that the phone calls work. <laughs> um, but you're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was reminded of this yesterday because we had a segment on our show called Great Moments and I Hate Your Face History. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody had left this voicemail on my personal voicemail in the back. Like, this isn't some hotline that we promote yeah. like you guys do. So if you call the building here and say, mm-hmm. I want to talk to Hammer yeah. or Nigel, they'll send you to our phone. On your desk. I don't even know how to check my voicemail with that. I check it maybe once every three days, to be honest with really? you. Really? So if people are upset, Hammer never returned my call. Eh, I probably didn't hear it. Uh, but this was great moments and I hate your face history. I just wanted to tell you guys that you really suck. <laughs> I hate your mom. I hate your face. <laughs> I hate your mom's face. Thanks for listening. Wow. Do you remember what might have triggered that? No idea. No possible idea. Around the election time, oh yeah, um, there was a lot of those types of phone uh-huh. calls. Does that does that motivate you to do a better job, or does that make you? Hmm. No, I hope more of those types of calls come in okay. because it's prep. That's, yeah, that's pretty low though. Bringing the mom into it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that Pam Hammer's limits. awesome. I she mean, is. She's a great woman. Um, Here's the thing that Casey and I have long discussed, like with our voicemails. We give people the opportunity on a daily basis to be heard on the most powerful media outlet in the state. Like no one else is giving you that opportunity. Like you cannot call THR and demand to be put on the air and there's a decent chance they might do it. And yet people are so disrespectful in the phone calls, even though we're the ones kind enough to give them the opportunity that no one else will give them, human behavior never seems to disappoint me. But I will say this. It feels like the people that actually call, they're a step above the the Twitter tough guys. Yeah, that's true. Right? Because at least they'll let you hear their voice. They you know, at least want you to know that they took the time to call. The Twitter tough guys, mm-hmm. and usually the trolls that we get, I don't know about you guys, but the trolls that we get are somebody with like 85 different numbers <laughs> in their account. Eggman. At Eggman, 67-54321. It's somebody that's got uh, no profile picture, yeah. but there's... Mm-hmm. A variety of flags. Yeah. There's a Ukrainian flag. Mm-hmm. There's a pride flag. That's, mm-hmm. It's the flag guy. And it's also somebody that has the bald head with the big beard that says, I follow Mumford and Sons and it's 1999. <laughs> that guy. I saw you got a troll yesterday. Somebody commented that I don't even know who you two are. Well, you reached out to us. Yeah. Right. So like whenever we have Tommy Laren on, because she usually retweets the fact she's coming mm-hmm. on a show. The vile stuff that gets sent to that woman, Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. Like, Casey, I'm sure you probably get a little bit of it, Mm -hmm. but for all the people who were saying, those Republicans were so disrespectful during the State of the Union address, that's embarrassing. You had James Carville, the raging Cajun, say that it was white trash. 
spend a couple minutes in Tommy Lahren's Twitter yeah, mentions. No Look at the things that they say to her. I mean, it's not just I disagree with your politics. It's personal, and these people yeah. are gross. Uh, like, Kevin came in with it uh, because Kevin is a fabulous producer, and this will give us an opportunity because tomorrow I think we'll try to maybe pick your brain a little bit on potential bets. I don't want to give away your show for Sunday, but uh, um, the Weird Al should absolutely at some point play the halftime show at the Super Bowl, correct? If not that, then the national anthem or God Bless America. Because that that's a thing now, too. Like, the big lineup this weekend, I believe it's Chris Stapleton doing the national oh, anthem. I don't know who that is. Is he famous? Uh, Tennessee the Whiskey, oh. the country guy. Oh, okay. Very popular. Sells out stadiums. Yeah. Um, and then you've also got Indy's Babyface doing God oh, Bless America. Wow. Mm-hmm. Kevin, would you pee your pants if Uno Gold, Gold got invited to play something at the Super Bowl? Like, could you physically make your hands move to play whatever it is, God Bless America or the National Anthem or whatever? Or would you be so frozen in fear of nine gajillion people watching you that you couldn't move? Well, don't they play like a backing track and they just kind of mimic like they're playing? Some do, some don't. Okay. Uh, is, I remember what you would Christina do? Are you trying Aguilera. to short I would do a real live performance and I would I would rock it. Mm. Aguilera did it live and we know this because she messed up the lyrics. <laughs> you know who should have done the the one of those is Millie Vanilli. <laughs> you know what Millie Vanilli in today's time would be fine. Oh no, yeah you're right. Hundred percent. And that one of those guys had a, like a terribly tragic end and demise and yeah today that'd be no big deal because everybody all these pop singers do that sort of stuff that's all that it is or they would be stars on tiktok where you could just do that and everybody's famous for it what's coming up this afternoon you are going to come by and just completely flip out and go off the rails (laughs) he's been practicing somebody might get hurt (laughs) thanks hammer it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc